0: Sorry for can't lie to you no more. All this time I had your heart achin, then you went on a hit up and they replaced me with the diaspora fornicated in a locker room, kissed another girl and lied about it with the direction. What's up, y'all, and these are the confessions of a black mother. My name is Kira, and I am your host. I hope that everybody's having a good week. Let's get into this week's episode. So this episode is entitled co-parenting. Co-parenting. What does that look like and what it should look like from the eyes of Black America? This is going to be a three-part series, so buckle your seatbelt and let's get it. Let's define co-parenting. The shared duties of raising a child when the two parents are not together. Co-parenting can happen under the terms of a marriage or relationship that dissolved, or co-parenting can happen under the terms of a baby being born in a situation where there is no established relationship. Under both of these terms, parenting is necessary. Now, we all know that some things that sometimes things do not happen the way that they should and folks suffer from mental issues, emotional distress, generational curses, and ignorance. So the best way is not always the immediate result. Sad to say, but in these day and times, successful co-parenting happens 43% of the time in the African-American community. 43%, which is too low of a number for me. You mean to tell me that we can get, we cannot get along for the sake of our children, our future, our legacy, but let's hit on a few co-parenting issues. So today I have a co-host, my husband, Cordell, who I feel like is the best person to share conversation with just because he's so convicted and passionate about what he talks about. And, um, This, like I said before, is a three-part series. So on part two of this series, um, I kind of want to challenge anybody who's interested, anybody who's compelled to have something to say, to meet me on Facebook and let's get into conversation. Meet me on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you would uh, like to hit me up on a social media platform and get into this conversation. So Cardell. Yo. What are some major issues that you see in the arena of co-parenting?
1: Hmm. So, I mean, I think that um, a lot of people haven't seen or understand, you know, what co-parenting really is, right, in the form of relationships. So, whether it's the dynamic of, well, who takes the kid, who's watching the kid, you know, it's always um a lot of people handle co-parenting as single parenting Mm -hmm. right where it's all about well you know this is at my house or this is at your house and you know that comes from of course you know whether it's bad relationships or um you know unstable relationship or like you said just a a one night stand right I think a lot of people don't understand what co-parenting involves and I so and so I think that You know spills over into everything as a process that we do being parents with someone who we are not in love with or who don't or who we don't want to be in a relationship with right and so i think it spills over um you know onto the kid and so then the goal of you know while you hear a lot of people say well you know it's about the kid it's about the kid it, it starts not being becoming about the kid it becomes about those individual people
0: okay 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 i can agree I can agree, um you see any other major
1: issues? I mean, I'm sure there's there's tons of issues right? there's like different levels of finances um you know this could go on and on right like child support that people get you know get involved with um you know f- right family differences, values differences well let's right? talk about like them. all of that stuff can can come into play
0: right, right. Well, I kind of want to start talking about some of them. So, let's start hitting some meat and potatoes. Um, One of the major issues that I see in co-parenting is the breakdown in communication from a hardened relationship that went sour. And it some way somehow affected the communication over parenting the children. So, there were already children established in the relationship. Um, You both went your separate ways and then boom all of a sudden we can't talk we can't have effective communication we can't you know talk right when it comes to these kids that seems to be a problem that we deal with a lot um as far as co-parenting what's your opinion on that
1: so when it like when it comes to that right i still think there becomes you know goes back to that beginning portion right where people weren't they don't understand what co parenting is about and when the relationship goes south, you know, anything attached to that person sometimes goes south. Right. And unfortunately maybe it's something for some people, it's the child. And so let's give an example like you said, you know, they go south, they don't get along with each other no more, right? And so they there's no effective communication. But I think there has to be somebody that comes to the table to you know, to be like, yo, like, let's back up right let's back up let's make sure we get this done for the kids because there's still feelings in that middle portion mm-hmm. that you know one party or both parties haven't dealt with and so it becomes uh you know it becomes like bad communication and spitefulness right but i think i think if if they start in the beginning to talk about like listen we're not going to be together but we need to take care of our kid what needs to happen and I, don't, I know for a fact many people don't have that. Mm-hmm. It's something like that, but it's not enough that everybody's on board with it because everybody has their own agendas. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you'll get to a point where you're like, yeah, I don't really talk to her that much. I just call, I wanna talk to my son and I'm done. Mm-hmm. But that may be like we were talking about before where there's the hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Or um, or something happened, right? Where, let's say like, when there's uh, when there's relationships about money, right? And they're like, oh, well, you know, your daughter needs jeans, right? Give me the money and I can get the jeans, right? And this is example of somebody that's, let's start somebody who's not dealing with child support, right? And, you know, your son needs codes, your daughter needs codes, and boom, you go and you get the code, right? That's one way to do it. Then the other side of it is being like, oh, well, why don't you just give me the money because I'm at the store and she gets the code? Well, what happens when that person, that other male, female, you know, whoever's there doesn't get that code or doesn't get those pants or doesn't buy the shoes that they said they needed the money for right that instantly causes a rift right and now there's one side of the fence that's like fuck that like we good right and then that starts to mess everything else up because nobody ever addressed that situation like well what was up with that mm-hmm. you know what i mean or it was like oh i forgot or i had this going on right and you may feel like you know the person that gave up the money may be like well you lied why don't you just say something was wrong or whatever so have you So that may cause some bitterness that people aren't aren't getting over you know what i mean addressing Mm -hmm.
0: i think again it a lot of that stems from your uh mental issues emotional distress generational curses all of that because we have people out here parenting who never had good examples of parenting so they're only parenting on what they know and so sometimes it's unfortunate that our children have to suffer um, based upon ignorance or based upon a curse that we just don't know how to break or don't feel comfortable breaking. I know that in an instance of a close friend, she, she never seen a positive example on how to be a good mother or how to be, let me rephrase how to be a good communicative mother. She was good at taking care of the child when it came to necessities. But when it came to, you know, a child asking for spending time with their dad and things of that sort, it always came to why you need to spend time with you, why you got to, you know, and not really hearing that there was a need there. That she just totally missed that understanding of it. And some women, some women feel like, they have this independent, I'm independent, I don't need no man type mentality. And that's okay for some, and it works for some. I'm not going to sit here and, and and beat it down because it works for some. But you have some women with that mentality, especially after a harsh or bitter breakup. And due to having that mindset, they kind of miss that although you're independent, this child still needs their dad. And I'm not even going to say just the mom goes to the... because I know a lot of better dads out there.
1: Right. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, there's definitely you know, there's definitely better dads out there that <laughs> that you know they go and be they essentially decide to be deadbeat because their feelings are hurt.
0: Right. Or they decide to be deadbeat. Oh, you go you put me on child support. I ain't doing nothing. And it's like, wow. What? I, for me, what used to upset me the most with talking to a lot of people is. When did child support become the dictator on when you decided to step up and take care of your child? On both the mom and the dad's play field, playing field.
1: Right, because there's Be- dead beat both.
0: Right. But there's also mothers who will take the child support and go shopping with it and spend none on the child. You know what I'm saying? They allow child support to become a threat. They allow child support to become leverage hanging over somebody's head. Some go as far as even allowing child support. Um. Oh, you ain't paying it. I'm getting you put in jail.
1: Well, and that goes into it was no longer co-parenting, right? It's, right? It becomes, it that dwindles down to two individual people, right? Having a completely different agenda of what they want to do with the kid. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, as, as adults, right, and even... You know, a lot of times it's kids having kids, so that is not a, um, that's not a mindset, right, that they develop. And then there's no, sometimes there's no older person, right, coming in to direct it in a healthier manner, um, in a healthier um, and more managed environment, right, to direct those two people to say, listen, I don't care that y'all broke up. Here's what, here's how to help what's going on, right, and to build that.
0: And I semi agree agree and disagree because when we when we say kids having kids, I understand this stereotype and I understand the the base of you know you know kids having kids not being mature enough, not knowing this that and the third. But I also understand that as a child has a good person in their life a good role model in their life someone in their life that will help them that has a positive outlook on not only their situation but helping the child out i can't really say i've seen some really good young adults be very good parents
1: i agree with that
0: i've also seen Older adults, set in their ways, already in their thirties, having children, be the most horrible, horrible parents I've ever seen.
1: And I've seen tons of young parents being jackasses.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've seen it all. <laughs> I've seen it all. I just, I always hated that um, young parents because it almost puts like a cloud over it. Like young parents can't be good parents, and that's not true.
1: And, right. And I and I agree with that. Right. But I think there are there are many things that. As a young parent, you weren't geared to be because if you were, you wouldn't have decided to be a young parent because you would have started doing things smarter, right? So, there's wisdom in older parents, um, you know, that you would hope was there, right? But the point was just that... A sexual incident don't make you dumb. Right. However, if you would have wore a condom, you would be a young listen, parent. Listen,
0: listen, that... I agree, but I disagree. So it takes I, two. It takes two.
1: I'm not. I'm not. If you wear a condom, right? I wouldn't have got her pregnant, right? If right. I work on them, she wouldn't have been pregnant, right? Or with child, right? Right. So those. I'm just saying, like there, there, there is a portion of that, right? That is the the, the, the bad decision that okay. the youthful person had made. Okay. Right? They could have made a smarter choice as total. Correct. but again everybody makes their own choices they deal with it correct but from a co-parenting standpoint right I think it's so important you know they recognize that a lot of times as younger adults right whether you know whether you're um, you grew up in a single household or a mom and a dad like you still have to there still has to be a position where people understand co parenting mm-hmm. and a lot of people have their personal emotional baggage family issues, whatever so have you, that don't allow them to co-parent. So yeah. like you were saying before, they'll, they'll be like, oh, we're gonna use child support that they're in jail, or to use that as leverage. And that becomes two separate people having different agendas, so now we're bitter people about the situation, and it goes out on the kid. Mm-hmm. So, you know, moms become deadbeat moms, or dad become deadbeat, deadbeat dads, or they just both deadbeat parents, and they're still playing the kid game of, I'm trying to get with you, right? or are you trying to get back with me or you know we f- we fondle on the side and then that's when I come over and see my son or daughter And but when you ain't messing with me I don't want to mess with the kid mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. they they teach that attachment or they teach that they associate that attachment with you with the child
0: right right
1: which isn't right because it, you know if, if it's both of your kid then child then it's both of your responsibility to make sure you're like, actively working it. Mm-hmm. And I think there, there becomes a portion where sometimes that's slightly difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Right? If, but it, if both people aren't on the same understanding of what it means to take care of that kid.
0: Right. And a lot of times, a lot of outside interference affects that as well. Because we have a lot of um, bitter parents that come along with bitter grandparents and bitter aunts and uncles. Because, see, one thing that I was taught a long time ago is you be careful letting people in on your business only because sometimes we get mad at people we want our whole family to be mad at people
1: uh, but yeah. when we
0: stop being mad at them we expect you to go back to liking them again
1: and that's not how everybody works right yeah. so
0: then the apple poisons the host and then the host poison everybody else and that becomes a vicious cycle that sometimes we don't realize we, we're good to talk to our best friends about everything bad this man does but we forget to talk about anything good and then we wonder why everybody hates him and so when we want to like him when we want to give him a good rep or when we want to give him a good opportunity everybody else is talking us against it right because we didn't already planted that seed of hate yep and so i do believe that um, outside
1: interference. Outside that's interference, that's right.
0: Affair. Now, I do agree. We need community. We need a support system. We need a village. I am I am totally in agreement of it. I know that it works. I am a recipient of the village. I get it. But you know your villagers in the village. And you know who's there to help. You know who's there to gossip. You know who's there to hinder.
1: So what do you think, right, as the conversation you know, evolves into that, what do you think becomes um the right path right to um to people who's like listen I want to Uh co-parent I want to begin to um get my skills together so that you know I hate this motherfucker over here but we got a kid together right what do you think are the right steps in the direction to begin to build that for people so they're like you know what I I understand right where's the playbook to understand how to co-parent
0: Well, I don't think there is a set playbook because a playbook will have to be customized to each and every situation. I think the best, the the starting point for anybody is to open up effective lines of communication, even if that effective line is therapy. Because sometimes we got so much luggage and baggage of our own that we just hate everybody that's associated with that luggage. And until we deal with that luggage, everybody that's associated to us is going to feel the wrath. So sometimes we have to open up effective lines of communication so that we know how to deal with other people. Sometimes it's important for a woman and a man to have a sit down and say, listen, it's never going to work between us. But at this point, it's not about us. We share a child and or children and we need to do this for our children. But with also the understanding that we still need to develop some type of relationship so that it could be effective for our children. Because some people get that mindset, we're doing this just for our children. And they be so busy, well, I ain't got to say nothing to you because we just here for the kids. Or don't, don't come over here saying nothing to me because it's just about the kids. But then when y'all want to start involving other people, step-dad and step-mom, then y'all want there to be open open lines of communication between significant others, but there is an open line of communication between y'all.
1: Right. And I think, so So that brings up a, a good point, right? Is when you're co-parenting, right? But then there's there, there become other parents involved, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the two parents and then their significant others, mm-hmm. right? And so... You know that dynamic is always in play for some people mm-hmm. right and so sometimes that can spoil the pot because um, you know again the other parent right the other adult that's in the house right does become a responsible party of your child's life
0: mm-hmm.
1: right and, mm-hmm. and making sure that that's clear on you know both portions I think are highly important in the conversation hmm right because you're like yo I, I get it right I'm an adult I can have whoever you know as people say I can have who I want around my kid when I they ain't with you they ain't with me but I think that's an inaccurate statement mm-hmm. right because if I know that this person isn't you know great for my kid's life I definitely have one hundred percent authority to say something,
0: but it depends on what you see is great for your child's life. Because just because I don't want you to be with that person, just because they they a cheater and they known to be a girl out there in these streets, don't mean that she doesn't
1: parent well. I, I, and, I that, and that's fine, and I do understand that that concept, but it doesn't mean that I don't have the right. To oh, speak I agree. And say something. I agree. And you know, people are going to date, who they, wanna date. Gonna mm-hmm. who they want to date. They're going to let who they want let in their house, right? Mm-hmm. Again, this goes into, well, no, nah, because I know, you know, she's doing all types of unscrupulous stuff. Or he's doing all types of crazy stuff, right? And I don't want my kid around it. Uh-huh. Right? And so, now it becomes, well, I like this person, yada, yada, yada. You know, they're going to be here. And, right, there becomes that disconnect. And so, I think, you know, within that, in that realm, I think everybody who's in that situation have to have a communication. Especially right. if, that, if those people are, and not to touch on, but especially if, if both parties are expected to be with this you know other person. And even if they're going to be short, right? This person is around my kids all the time. I think there has to be mutual communication between the two.
0: But that's not only spouses and significant other. That goes for family members as well. Because we all have our, um, our people who we dislike on those people's side of the family. We all have those people that we feel uncomfortable with being around our kid, and when the relationship is over, sometimes it becomes more evident that I don't want you to take them over that person's house. Why? That's my cousin, or why? That's my uncle. Why well, I said I don't. There has to be open communication, and there has to be honesty. There has to be brute honesty sometimes, because if I know, if I know that Uncle Robert, no relation, is a rapist, I don't want my kid going over there. Period, point blank, and that's why I stopped them from going over there during the relationship. Listen, Robert. (laughs) (laughs) But at the end of the day, it's like there has to be communication. There has to be. uh, We let's not run around the communication. Let's talk about it for what it is. It may create a moment of uncomfort, but it needs to be honesty. It needs to be honest and open communication.
1: True, because you know, and I think sometimes right. Everything comes down to what's going on, right? Because, you know, I hate you taking you. You know, I hate you taking my son over, you know, cousin Kim's house because cousin Kim smoke and blah blah blah, right? But maybe something happened where you had to hurry up and be at work, and cousin Kim was the only person. You know, cousin Kim's cool and nice, and she'll take the kids. And I'm gone, right? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm you know I'm at work too, and you're like yo, I had to take the, you know pick the kids over the Kim's, right? But that's a regular communication thing. Like right. Right? I had to, it such and such happened. You know, you know, I don't like him. Why do you got to take my son over there? Or why do you got to take my daughter over there? Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think that should be like kind of that deterrent for the co parenting, right? Right. That's just a part of the process. It's like, Mm -hmm. yo, well, what can we do different? Right? Mm -hmm. Because it has to be that conversation that we have to find a solution that we can both live with. Right. Oh, well, if the kids ain't there, all right, let me talk to my aunt. Let me Mm -hmm. see if my aunt can do it. Right? Because both parties also have to be willing to meet that in the middle. Mm -hmm. So you guys are still, you know, as, as you're still in a relationship. You're not Mm -hmm. in a, um, you're not in a romantic relationship. Right. 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 You're in a parenting relationship. Right. And so within this parenting relationship, you guys have to have communication. You have to have trust. You have to have... Respect for respect, one another's boundaries right?
0: and one another's understandings and beliefs.
1: Right. And, and respect for people's space. Right. Because sometimes, you know, people want to um, control what the other person's doing. Right. Right? And I think... You but know, that's still some emotional attachment there if you're trying to control what someone else is doing. That's fair. Right? And so, I think that there has to be just that consistent talk and people don't realize that... You know even though you're not in a romantic relationship you are in a relationship and you're in a parenting relationship mm-hmm. and you have to make sure that anybody else that is in that parenting relationship um, specifically like you know your significant others that has to be an important conversation right and you know a lot of times it hasn't happened for a lot of people you know but I think they're they're with maturity and with age I think you know even looking back um, is important that that's a, a wholesome and a continued conversation mm-hmm. that you know that should be had as a group, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and try to be and try to build, you know, whatever you're trying to build for your children is important.
0: I think also what's important too is here in the black community we don't believe in saying have children.
1: Oh uh-huh. yeah, you <laughs> can't you know say like, have children.
0: we don't, we d- banished out. But when it comes to terms of other children i know one of the big things that come up is you know domain my kids you know what i'm saying or um you know this dad may come pick up his children his child more than he picked you know more than the other your other child's dad come and pick them up and then there becomes an attitude from the woman like well my other kids feel left out and and he's like i'm not obligated to make my kids that becomes an issue within itself because some women Feel as though if you was with me and these children were considered, you know, your kids when you was with me. Now that we're apart, aside from us being apart, why did there have to be such a drastic change? Because now these children are affected by you, they ain't my kids type of mentality.
1: Yeah, so that's, I think, I mean, I think that um, that's tough right because i think there's two there's two parts of it and you know for 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 my part right i'm like if you know if you was there taking care of them kids in the beginning you know what i mean and you were treating them like yours you know i think that love you know if you, if you genuinely you know if you genuinely love those kids right then nothing for you to change like i moved out me and your mom separated but i'll come and get y'all and hang with y'all like that that's how that should be mm-hmm. now if the other parent though right is like you know, y'all got bitterness for a little while. The other parent may be like, "No, you can't take my kids. These ain't your kids, right?" That's a different seed that's being sown.
0: Right. Right. You know what I
1: mean? Mm-hmm. So I think both sides of that—that that, both sides of that line—have to recognize that if this person is there to be a father, right? Um, whether y'all break up or not, there does become a sensible part of your mind that you have to be like. You know, this. You know, you may the kids might not call him dad, but you know that you know he's coming. He's he's there to be that male role model in their life, um and give them that love and fatherly support and stuff like that. And that has to be you know respected.
0: Right. And I think one of the things that we deal with in the black community that may need to be banished a little bit is we say as parents we we say my kids to the parents dad or to the parents mom. It's our kids. Yeah, I mean we go through that. You're not taking my kids, or my kids got something to do on Saturday. Well, ain't he the dad? Like, is it not our kids? Yeah,
1: like, that, I, I think just people are possessive, right? Especially <laughs> when they get angry. They'd be like, oh, that's my shit. Like, get your hands out. Think about We even said to our own kids, like, get your ass out of my refrigerator. Right.
0: I mean, I understand. It's, <laughs> it's, you know, but sometimes that word can be so harsh
1: to where it's like, all right, we'll take care of your kids then by yourself. Right. It is definitely. definitely something I feel that, that people should definitely uh, watch what you say. Correct. Right, because you recognize intention, um, and other, and your kids are listening. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And I think that's that's really important that you said that because one of the things that we kind of often forget when we start this uh, co-parenting thing or when we're dealing with this co-parenting thing is that the children are in it whether we believe they are or not. Sometimes we feel like we do everything behind closed doors that it, that our children don't see what's going on they not listening, and they not listening and they just don't understand or They're too young or they don't need to be a part and they understand. Cause I know a lot of broken adults <laughs> who was like, Hey yo, I witnessed all that growing up and it was not cool. Like I've watched it all. I've heard it all. You know what I mean? Like I have a friend who he's like hell bent on being upset at his mother because his mother used to always use the phrase you know you are you you look just like you act just like your dad but then in the same breath your dad ain't shit your dad ain't this your dad ain't that and it scarred him as a kid and now as a grown man he not only has trust issues with women he like he really has this this Bitterness in his heart. It doesn't mean he doesn't love his mother, but he feeds her from a long handled spoon because he feels like growing up. She implanted this seed of hate. Like I hate your dad, and because you remind me of him, I hate you too. Mm-hmm. And even though those weren't the words that she said, he grew up feeling like that.
1: And that's you the know? implications, right? And mm-hmm. I think right co-parenting is about that other portion of not, um not trying to. I don't know what word to use, but not trying to sully the or. or Defame um, right the other parent, right? If you mad at him, you mad at him.
0: right? Right. That's not the child. That's not the kids' issue. For you to be, if, if you mad at him, that's not an issue. You should bring into the children's world,
1: right? Right. You know, I think that you know, my mom would say, you know, my mom would never speak, you know, ill of my uh, of my dad. She's just like, listen, you know, whatever happens between that, you know, between you find out who people are. Right, it's not my job to say you know, your dad did should you let you feel your, f- f- uh, f- make your own opinion. That's what right. her her comment was like. Make your own opinion, you mm-hmm. know, of, of what you like, what you don't like, mm-hmm. you know, because, it, you know, as an adult, right? If I tell you know my son like oh your mom be doing this and blah 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 like that's really not none of his business. Right. Right. And and I think when when parents grow up, there has to be that, you know, that understanding that you find out what you like about your parent and what you don't like about your parent but my gripe with your mom or you know is different than your gripe with your mom about it right there's two different points right? right and i think there's just a ways to to go about it right in a co-parenting that you're not talking ill of the other parent right
0: and it doesn't matter what that other parent has went through been through going through in this situation or whatnot you know because sometimes we deal with incarcerated parents right and sometimes when we deal with incarcerated parents you know whether they still incarcerated or come out of incarceration and it's like this child already has a made-up mindset of of, of that other parent because of what that parent has said about that parent and it's like that's not cool Deve- let let me develop my relationship with my child and if my child feels some type of way based up on the relationship i have with him or her then let us deal with that when that when we reached that fork in a row. Not before, not until. You know, I um I'm a fan of of uh, drama, right? Not not personal drama, but TV drama. So I watch Love and Hip Hop. Mm. And one of the things that used to like rub me the wrong way was um, there were three babies' moms to this one man, and they all argued over their children. How they, how their children seen their dad. And although each woman is different and they raise their children differently, let the dad speak for the dad. Mm-hmm. I don't need his new wife telling me what his decisions are. I don't need the ex woman telling me what his decisions are or how he would treat my child. My relationship with him and his father into his child is just that it shouldn't be five people included in on one situation unless we all get along and we're co-parenting as a multi-unit which i've seen happen and i've seen it successfully happen where there were three babies moms and they all got along their kids all got along and the dad was able to effectively communicate to all of them and they got along as one big happy family you know, and if he was to remarry or re-get with someone else, the three babies' moms was already a unit. So anybody else that came along, either you was a part of that unit or hit the road jack. And that is the respect thing that has to be there between everybody. It can't be, you know, oh, I let your your, your other baby's mom talk about talk about me to you and this, that, and the third. It can't be like that, you know. If there's going to be some implementation of a, of a stepmom or anything else, like it has to be positive. If you, if this woman don't like me because I used to be with you, then she has to be removed from the situation until she can effectively communicate. Because it's not about me and you, your relationship anymore. It's about our child. And she might not like the fact that I was your past. It's still not her business when it comes to my child. Right, right, right. And unless we can effectively communicate... All communications need to go through you until she either A, can effectively communicate or B, understand the communication that is needed. Because sometimes you just got a immature female or male that just don't know. There's a lot of people that enter situations of co-parenting and they ain't had a child and they don't even know how to deal with co-parenting. Or
1: they don't know how to deal with kids. <laughs> right.
0: And so they jump in a situation and they're talking from, they're talking from a place of the unknown and you're like... Like this ain't even your arena to be in, you know, so that becomes a lot of the issues that happens in this co-parenting thing. So some stereotypes and myths about co-parenting that I can say that I've heard have been um, dads or just deadbeat dads. I found that to be totally untrue.
1: Yeah, I mean, you see hundreds and hundreds of dads, you know, that are like, you know, I'm even in a, a, a dad's group and they're like, yo, I'm taking my son here, I'm doing this. And there's, you know, there's thousands of guys in this group, mm-hmm. right, that are doing things that are black dads that are, you know, working to be better for their kids, whether it was because of what happened to them as a kid or just being like, yo, like, this is what you're supposed to do as a dad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, holding it down. So, you know, that I think that that completely myth has been um destroyed, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely, unless you're you know, unless you're not you know, unless you live under a rock, right? Right, or you're in really shitty circumstances and the, the crowd around you is really shitty, um, you know, but that's a, a very poor mindset thing. But I think as a whole, you recognize that that's destroyed,
0: right? Another stereotype I could say I heard about co parenting is. Um, a mom can do it all by herself. She don't need help. If the man chooses not to be involved, she don't need no male presence in her kid's life. False, 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 hella false. I do believe in a woman doing the best that she can to raise her children, especially if she's presented no other option. But I also know that a child lacks a presence. Whether it is female and or male. I feel like they need both. Even if it's not in a form of a relationship or a significant other. I think that if you have a male, ch- male or female child. I'm not just going to give one, one gender. If you have a male or female child. I think it's important to have a male present. Whether it's an uncle. Whether it's a a male friend. Something. Because I feel like it's important for them to get that male balance. I know a lot of people that was raised by single moms. It's like, listen, I don't know how to tie a tie. I don't know how to do breaks. Like, I don't know how to do nothing male related. And that doesn't make them any less of a man. It's just that they weren't presented those options. And I believe that those options are plentiful. If, if sometimes if we mountain ourselves as women to say, listen, I need help.
1: So, I I mean, I I definitely agree, right? You know, somebody can, and anybody, whether it's mom or single dad, right? Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, I understand the point, right? Because there's always this single strong black mom, right, that we always have in our community. Right. And yes, they do great jobs at at raising the children and providing, um, you know, whatever they need and doing whatever they need to do to get what needs to be done done.
0: Amen, church.
1: the other side of that though is you know while it's it's all well and good let's be honest right there's a portion of it that the kids sometimes miss out on stuff mm-hmm. and not because the mom or the dad or whoever is doing a poor job but because sometimes there are resources that we don't that everybody doesn't recognize that are available exactly so you know like like you said you know when your kids in sports right you you know making sure that you find that that y- that yang right yin and yang you find that other energy that your child may be missing from that that other that other gender right right to prevent to provide balance to so some of the things that you teach
0: that's why a lot of moms put their sons in sports because they want that male role model that disciplinary that a, a son may look up and the mom say stop and quit and they see mom as nurturer so they're gonna keep pushing a button when they get that star on her that uh, stern wall it's like I said sit your ass down they already know, like, my coach ain't playing that, Right. You and, know?
1: And there's other places they can, you know, and, and it's not to say just a coach, you know, you can find that from uh, from boys and girls programs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can find that at um, even people in the community. You know, there's tons of, there, there are tons of male-based, youth male resources available. Right. You know what I mean? And for, for especially for our communities that, you um, people really need to tap into and of course you know you got to find out what it's about right so there's a little legwork to do with that and you gotta vet you gotta vet you always gotta vet people male or female oh yeah because there's
0: still there's still predators out here there's still crazy people out here there's still mentally imbalanced people out here i mean so you gotta vet everybody
1: oh yeah you know sometimes the football coach should be hustling like, right. <laughs> like it, it is what it is but
0: sometimes it be directly in the family you know what I mean you got granddaddy that's still out there hustling in the street or grandpapa that's still looking at the sugar snow bunnies so at the end of the day it's like you got to vet everybody you yep. got to see everybody for what it truly is and not just be like ah I need a real a male role model so I'm just going to deal with it nah you, everybody got to be vetted
1: yeah no I think that's fair right you still have to right and that's a part of that parenting right if you can't um you know, if the other parent is not there at that point, right? It's important that, um, you know, you, you vet and you find somebody that may provide that that other balance. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, part of co-parenting, right, is that you also have to understand. And this might be a touchy subject, right? But you might also have to understand the the um, the shortcomings, right, of that other spouse. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you know that that becomes into, you know. Your dad don't do football well, so you know I put him in football, but I gave him a a personal trainer. Right? What I mean, or or a mentor. Why my son need a mentor? Because there's some stuff that I think he needs to learn that you're not able to teach him, right? right? And that has to be a conversation, right? Or the point of you know taking your daughters to go get their hair done by from some some other woman, mm-hmm. right? And the mom might be like, "You're not taking my kids to go get their hair done by no woman." But she don't take the time to do the hair, but you right. you, you butt, sis. Like right. y- your braiding skills is dookie. Like watch your mouth. You gotta <laughs> you gotta go. To, you gotta watch do something. Your mouth, right? Right. And I think there has to lose that insecurity because listen. I'm taking my kid to get their hair done. Mm-hmm. I'm taking, you know what I mean? And, and again, sometimes a part of that is messy, um, right? Because Cause I'll take my daughter to
0: over your ex woman's house to get her hair to get their hair done while you trying to be on the mission for a booty call. Hell
1: no! Right? And ha- but again, that's a part of that co-parenting respect, right? right? That you're right. recognizing, like, listen, I got to take my daughter to get somebody to get their hair done. Right. Now, if it just so happens to be is that old flame that just does hair like it is what it is but set your
0: boundaries i got my child here we not doing that because right. we all know the old time Oh, uh the woman taking her son to the barber shop but she used to date the barber so he giving her free hookups for shit on the side there has to be some boundaries set listen i'm coming in here with my child ain't it what you what you charging today and it ain't you can't be freaked out this is about my kid right
1: right
0: Right. you're not getting no uh you're gonna have to hover around till i'm done cutting my last head to come see me hell no <laughs> but you know it those are just some things that it's like
1: boy like but that comes think about it that a lot of times that stuff all that stuff comes into play right you know i even seen it was interesting yesterday i was in um i don't know where it's at but um the the woman and the man the woman had a shirt that said like he's a great dad and the guy had on a shirt that says, I'm a great dad. And the post was about a guy, and he was like, I feel some type of way that this motherfucker got on this shirt, and I think it's mad disrespectful that he got this shirt on, and you know, with my daughter. You know, and I'm like, mm, bro, like, if he's a dope dad like that, but that becomes a pride thing, right? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I think they were together, you know, dude and dude, dude and the, the couple were together for, like, Twelve years, Mm -hmm. you know, and he's like, you know, am I am I in my bag or am I, you know, is this wrong? And he's like, because I think it's wrong. And I'm like, if the dude has been a father to your kid, bro, like, humble yourself, right? Yourself and just like respect that. There's, you know, it, it sounds so sad, you know. I don't know what it sounds, but you know, if there's another brother that's there that's helping raise your child. You just need to be appreciative. Right. And you need to respect the fact that somebody stepped up to take care
0: of yours. Even if you doing the best that you can do, the fact that somebody is helping you do even better is important.
1: Right. Because that's it's the about the
0: outcome of the child at the end of the day. You know, you want to be able to sit back as, a, as an old head and be like, I did the best I can do to raise my child. And it didn't matter whether I needed help or not
1: right and as men right we have that ego right like he got a dad he don't need no dad get that motherfucker get that new out of here right that becomes a conversation but i think you know at in, in a co-parenting standpoint right if that person is doing right by your kid and all of that stuff right there's respect because you know some people don't give a fuck about your kid you know what i mean you you'll be mad when the girl gets uh gets in a relationship with a dude who's a pervert and you know he watching your daughter dance with a hula hoop on right.
0: right. Or not even to those extremes. It could be... I seen a picture on Facebook where this dude... This this girl came in a relationship with this dude with a child already. Right? And they had a baby together. How about they took a picture with him, her, and their child... But left her oldest child out the picture? You know what I'm saying? And dude... The, the oldest child's dad felt some type of way, like hell, why wasn't my child allowed in this picture? And she was like, oh, well, it was just us and our child together. And it was like, I would have been mad had, it, had it, she have been on the other foot. And it was a mom and, what? okay, well, I'd have preferred you not even to come get your child this weekend or whatever so have you. Because that don't make no sense that my child had to feel left out of what you had going on.
1: Right. Period.
0: Either. You know, and I even, uh, I had a conversation with a mom in a group a mom's group that i'm in she was hot and fired up that her daughter came on her menstrual when she was with her dad and instead of the dad calling the mom and being like your daughter's on her menstrual and, and you know i'm gonna send her home so you can see try to get pets him and his girlfriend went out and got her pets and Taught her how to use them and all the stuff. The third, so when the baby was brought home, she was already on her period for a couple of days and was like, "Oh no, my dad and my stepmom taught me everything I needed to know." And the mom was like, "Should I be mad? Cause I'm hot right now." I mean, I'm I'm come see come saw with that because I would want to know when my daughter hit that milestone. So something as simple as a call would have been good for me. You know, your daughter came on her period today. You know, which which you which you feel like we should do. We, because that's still a relationship, which you feel like we should do. I would like that much respect. But when it comes down to who teaching her how to use the pad effectively, I don't think I'm all up in arms as long as I have a decent relationship with the, the stepmom. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, if she's teaching her how to use pads, I'm fine. Now, would I be upset if she came home using tampons at 10 years old? Yes, mm, because I got a problem with that. You know what I'm saying? But, but if I think if that.
1: There, but I think that has to become a conversation. It does. It does. Because that should have been brought up like, listen, she's getting older. If she's having a period, like, you know, make sure you say, right. So I think as a conversation piece and sometimes parents, right, that that ain't a part of the parent gap. But did you think about? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm sending her over to dads. I didn't think her period would come. Right. But that becomes a conversation. Like, please make, you know, reach out to me. I don't care if we argue, if we met, you know, with something's going right. on with her, like, let me know. And he might have just been innocent, like, oh, and the girl was like, oh, we could take care of it, honey. You know what I mean? Right. You don't, you know, we don't know from outside looking in what that situation Well, honestly was. and
0: truly, as another woman in a picture, she should have said, did you call her mom? I, I you know, know what I'm saying? I, I'm talking from a woman's standpoint. But you,
1: you know, I can say that you I'm have a, woman. a very, but you have a very different point of view with a lot of things. I do. You're instantly like, call the mom. Did you check the dad? Like, you right. have all these um instant like doing it the right way becomes an instinct for you. Where a lot of people's like, yo, I can take care of it. But and it, it so it's not about them not respecting you, then it more is about like, oh, this happened, I'm going to step up and be the deck cuz I can do this.
0: But you can step up, but communication is still key. I feel like it's very important if if okay in an in instance of a, of a male if a male was to come I'm to me and say listen i'm about to have sex what should i do you know what i'm saying and i let him know about condoms and this that and the third i would be remiss not to include his mother you understand what i'm saying like i would feel some type of way even if me and her did not get along it's still important that she knows that her son came to me about sex now if it's something that I feel like I don't wanna burn the lines of communication, if if he's not confiding in his mom and he's not confiding in his dad, but he's only confiding in me, then there may be some secrets I have to take and, and take it as an L because if I burn the lines of communication with him, then that means we all three burn the lines of communication with him. And then now he's out there telling his friends and he ain't talking to nobody. So you kinda gotta gauge that situation. But at the end of the day, there's just some important stuff that just need the other the parent needs to be included in. You know what I'm saying? I understand we might have her cape on. I got it. I could take her to go get pads. But as a mother and as a woman, I would want to know when my daughter came on her menses. So for her to come on over there and me not even know, I got a problem. And that's a conversation we're going to have. Should it be argumentative? Absolutely not. But you should have told me.
1: I'm sure that fire is going to be lit. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's just like parents of older kids. If my my kid did something stupid that landed him in jail and he called his dad and stepmom but didn't include me, and I I have to find out through word on the street or social media, I'm going to be pissed. Because how did my son get locked up or how did something happen to my son and I wasn't bought in the loop? Even though you know I'm angry, mom, I'm cussing everybody out. I should have still knew. Even if you came at me with, all right, he, uh, he already feel embarrassed. I know you going to cuss him out, but cut him a half break. Something. It's still communication. It's it, it still has to be those open lines of communication. Period. So there's a lot of stereotypes and myths about co-parenting. We can go on and on and on. But like I told y'all, this is a three-part series, so we'll have time to touch on those different things. Um... I just feel like this whole co-parenting thing, like you said, there I wish there was a book for it, a manual, something, but there isn't. And each situation is you know, you got to customize certain stuff for each situation because every every co-parenting situation out there is different. I know co-parent co-parents that get along perfectly fine. You know what I'm saying? They get along so good, you can't even tell they ain't in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? I know people who are divorced. When I say they went through a divorce, the divorce was nasty, muscling, and then everything else. But when it comes to them kids, they don't skip a beat. They go to the games together. They been they showed up at prom. When it came to homecoming, both parents was walking across the field. They don't play when it comes to their kids. And then I know the stereotypical co-parents that they fight and argue about everything. Oh, it's school time. We need new school clothes. Don't y'all got enough school? I just gave. I just paid child support. Get it out of the child support money. You ain't. Yeah, I. I've seen and heard of it all, for real. For real. And I'm not casting judgment on nobody because I'm not in nobody's situation. I don't know the details of the situation, so I can't sit here with a pen, pen and pad and critique. I just know at the end of the day, when the sun is set, it's all, it has to be about the kids. Because as I said a thousand times before, and I'll say it again, it's easier to mend a broken child than it is to mend a broken adult. True.
1: Hmm.
0: So when you forget about the kids and it's all about you and the dad or you and the mom arguing back and forth and y'all kind of forget about the child, the child's going to grow old enough to remember that. And when they do, and that conversation comes back up, there's nothing that can be said that'll mount in the blow that that child has experienced. We see it unfold all too often on TV, on... um Doctor Phil and all of these, uh y'all fix my life. We see it all in these TV shows when they're like, "Listen, I've watched this happen, and I've watched my dad physically and mentally abuse my mom." And I, we, we see it all too, ha- all too often happen, and it happens so much in the forms to where it creates these mental mishaps in our children when they get grown, and we're wondering like, "Well, what happened? Where did I go wrong?" And we kind of forget that we kind of help stir that pot. Mm -hmm. Because we don't... While we're stirring it, we don't want to admit to stirring it. But after it's stirred and the food has been served and it comes back that somebody's like, remember that meal? We don't want to remember that we stirred that pot. I agree. Because it tastes bitter. You know? And we have to remember that it is about the child. It's about the child. So... Um, as, as much as, as much more information as there is to put out there and to talk about, I would like to wrap this podcast up here and start, you know, a new, part two next week. So, um, yeah, if you got anything you want to say on this topic, if you got anything you want to discuss, even if you, I don't want to join the topic, I just want to say some things, send it to me in the inbox, whatever you have to do. And we'll talk about it because some things, need talked about and sometimes you got to hear from multiple people to kind of get a feel of how to work things out you could be in a situation right now to where you're like i don't know how to deal with it can you kind of shoot the question out there and see if other folks can help
1: well where they gonna hit you at with
0: y'all can okay okay promo sir you can hit me up on confessions of a black mother on instagram under the podcast on anchor there is a uh, instagram icon that you can hit that'll take you directly to my page or you could type in confessions of a black mother all one word and go to my page click the follow button and then under any post, you deem necessary go ahead and write or hit me up in my dms would be happy or you can go to my page on facebook uh, under my name Key haywood where we will be posting a live um podcast next week where you can just go in and go in my dms or go under one of my posts and click you know whatever so have you and i uh, will be happy to address it talk about it whatever or even bring you on a live you know I, we're, we're happy to conversate and engage So until then, um, I would like to leave you with this message. Not now does, does not mean never. Not now does not mean never. Somebody out there needs to hear that. Not now does not mean never. If you see a mama out in the street, say, Mama, you good? And until next week, I wish you peace and blessings. I'm out.